Hello everybody. Hope everyone is well. Today I want to talk a little bit about trying to rise up when we've hit the bottom. What can we do? What steps can we take? First and foremost, we got to have the will. We got to want it. We got to want to get up. If we don't want to get up, we're not going to. Got to set a goal. Set short-term goals and long-term goals. As we hit those goals, it makes us realize we're, we're getting somewhere. Um, I know it can be hard. People deal with different things, whether it be depression, anxiety, um, whatever it may be. Um, and then whatever is caused you hit your bottom. Uh, for me, it was drugs, like I said. And um, I, I've got caught in that whirlwind for a long, long time. And what I didn't, I could never understand is how I would go through stages where I'd get sober. And I started business and, and going great making more money than I ever thought I would and uh, I'd relapse and I would destroy it all uh, and I'd always blame it on somebody else of course it was her fault or or whatever but every time it was mine um, being a drug addict is a very tough thing and people who aren't you know you look at drug addicts and just think that there's just nothing but that's it's just not true um, different things have caused people to uh, get on drugs um, more times than not, it is being prescribed prescription pain pills. Listen, I'm 15 years old and was prescribed them. And from that point on, I had a doctor at the age of 16 who would prescribe me any pill that I wanted. Would actually bring them to my house. Or not actually to my house, but he would meet me at a store and bring them to me. And what's even crazier about this guy is, is that he wasn't even technically he was a doctor. He's a PAC. Um, so he's working under like another doctor and this guy is still in practice today um, he is over a family clinic as well as a pain clinic um, but i mean he was giving me this stuff called state all nasal spray when i was 16 it was just unbelievably strong um, i could call go in and get a pain shot why because my mother had really good insurance that's why um, now that stuff's a little bit more um, looked at and I'm not sure that they can um, prescribe as much as they used to, but I'm sure there's ways around it. But my point is that, you know, if you look at someone and you see them out there on the street and you see a junkie, you got to remember, man, that's someone's son, daughter, mother, fathers, brothers, sisters, and they all, you never know where they came from. Um, and it just got in the melee of these uh, prescription pain pills. And then, uh, the doctors come and want to cut them off because they're getting flack from somewhere else. And so they start buying them on the street and they're so expensive that they can't afford them. So then they resort to the next thing, which is what used to be heroin, which is now fentanyl and xylazine stuff or whatever it is. And it's just bad. And, you know, you take someone and you, and you see them and let's say that they've been homeless for 10 years. To me, I think, my goodness, you know, how did you end up here? And then uh, how have you been here this long? Well, I know how you ended up there because the craving and the wanting of the opiate drugs is so bad because of the sickness. That is what drives people more than anything because you get so sick from not having it. And it's, it's more of a fear. And um, you do just about anything to get it. Um, but all that stuff, man. You know, if it's you, somehow on the other end of this uh, microphone here that is listening to me, you happen to listen to this podcast, you can overcome it, man. Uh, you got to have help. First of all, you got to hit your knees. 
pray out to God and want it. And if you do, I promise you things will get better. It's tough. Um, you can try drug treatment. You can try uh, counseling, try whatever, but definitely incorporate God in it because the whole uh, AA or NA uh, program it was about divine intervention. It's a really cool story if, if people would learn it and see how it all came about and you would understand how God has his hand in it. It works. It, it definitely works. But again, it has to start with God. Um, you have to have faith and believe that you can get better because you can. Uh, it'll start slow. Don't expect uh, miracles to happen overnight. Um, but things will happen and stuff will start coming back. Uh, your family and different things and maybe they won't if it's things that have been ruined beyond to be able to be fixed uh, we have to accept that but when we decide we want to accept things and we want to get past it we have to leave it there you know and then you can go to these people and, and say hey you know i've changed uh i'm better now i've been sober x amount of time but you know i would say with less than a year i wouldn't even try because We've done so much. We've the people that love us have seen us um, get sober and then go right back out. And so uh, they've been burnt and they're tired of being burnt and it hurts them and they don't want to see us that way. I mean, look at me, you know, um, I got a 10 year sentence, I ended up with two more years in there and I get out and I guess I was out, I'm going to say a couple of months and I went right back to it. And I remember my brother said to me, he said, man, I don't understand, Dane. He said, how you can go and do all that time. And now here you are right back doing the same old stuff again. And I didn't have an answer for him, but I remember the hurt in his eyes. Because one thing about my brother, he loves me. He's a good man and he's done a lot of good things for himself. He's built a business uh, by himself from ground up, very successful business. Uh, he's raised a very good son. I mean, he's, he's everything that, you know, I wanted to be and want to be. And uh, I finally had enough. Um, I was tired of all of it. I was tired of all the chaos and everyone around me is dying. And um, I had an OD. Um, I had snorted some. I'd been sober for a little while and I'd snorted some fentanyl. And when I came to, uh, I just said, hey, man, that's enough. But so don't don't ever think that you can't do it. I used to always say, if I can do it, anyone can. Which I know I wasn't the worst. There's a lot of people um, and a lot worse off than I am. But we all can do it. You can do it with help. Just reach out. You know, there's a lot of people that want to help you. Um, I'd like to say that you can go to churches and get help. But a lot of times you can't. You know, they shun you and turn you away, um, which is sad also. That's a subject for another day. Okay, so here we go. You know, Decide you want to get sober. If you don't have insurance or things like that, uh, nowhere to go uh, to do it because it is a lot of that stuff, treatment and all that is about money. Uh, there are certain places like in the Nashville area, Vanderbilt. You can go to Vanderbilt and uh, the psychiatric place there and, and tell them, hey, I need to be I need to get detoxed and they will do it. And there's some really good people there um, that really care. Uh, everyone there, the staff and, and everyone there are just amazing. Uh, that's where I went. Um, I mean, you could do things like some boxing if you wanted to. It didn't work for me. Um, I, I tried it a few times. I'd always relapse on it because it was still activating those receptors in my brain. 
Um, and then there's some other places. I think Meharry may do it. I'm not really sure about anywhere else, but there's also some treatment places like Buffalo Valley. Um, if you don't have insurance, they work on a, uh, they get grants and things like that. So there, there is help out there. So don't think just because you don't have insurance and money that you can't get any, are you going to get top of the line? No, but I'm going to tell you, I've, I've been at the, the treatment centers where I didn't have the insurance and I've been at the ones where I had insurance and they're all the same. Um, I was in Florida at some of the nicest ones that you could go to. I promise you, you're going to get the same thing uh, that you need at the ones where you don't have insurance. Um, so don't think of that way either. Um, if you do have insurance, I can tell you a really good place to go is Recovery Unplugged in Brentwood. Um, there are some amazing, amazing people there. Again, it's, it goes back to everyone cares. Um, you know, we feel like when you're at that point and you, you want to get sober, you're beat down and broken and you're feeling that no one cares and everybody's looking down on you. I promise you, these people do not. They will uh, welcome you with open arms and show you kindness, love and care while you're there um, and get you detox. You know, once you get detoxed, you know, it's kind of from there. What do you do? Well, what you do is you start slow. Don't get in a big hurry. Um, drug addicts tend to want right then, right now and definitely me and that was always my biggest problem because i would get a couple of weeks under my belt and think hey man i'm cured I, i'm good to go now i can start doing all this that and the other again you can't um and stay away from the old crowd um everyone i knew and hung around with were addicts uh, uh my two of my closest friends now i just found out both of them are sober which is great um but again, it's just a process. Just you have to let it take its course. And um, like I said, set them goals, you know, get you a job, and do the things and start getting your health back and get healthy and uh, do your meetings. Uh, the program does work. Uh, there's a lot of camaraderie there. And there's a lot of open arms there as well. Um, even though uh, my drug choice was opiates, I still prefer to go to AA. Um, it seemed more structured. Um, sometimes, though, you can run across the people who don't want you saying that you're an addict in a meeting or whatever. Screw that, man. Um, they can't tell you that. You got to remember it's your program uh, and get your sponsor and do these things. Um, and so boxing seems to be the biggest thing now. Um, but you got to remember you don't have to come off of that, too. So you had to go through some kind of some more uncomfortableness um, dealing with that. So, but again, like I tried it a few times. Uh, methadone, that was one of the biggest mistakes I ever made. Uh, I got on it real young, and I feel like it just really messed up my my tolerance and different things. Really, um, it's just another drug that keeps you just wiped out high. But it, it I'm not going to say it doesn't work because I've seen people that it's worked for. Again, it wouldn't work for me. Um, kept me wanting to stay in that lifestyle. Uh, so for me, it's complete abstinence. No, nothing. You know, I used to smoke marijuana. I don't, I don't do that. I never thought I would quit smoking weed, but, uh, I love being sober. Uh, I love the things that God's doing in my life today because of it and all the great things that's coming. Um, and so, yeah, just, just start slow, start working your program. If you're not in a relationship, Stay out of one, man, because that's one of my biggest problems as well. Uh, I've got a woman who we're still together today. We've been together a long time, but it was a very, very, 
father to have a relationship and um but it was because of all the things i've done you know uh, she was tired as well she's tired of being hurt and all that number one man believe in yourself get detoxed start slow get your feet under you and you'll be amazed at what god will do he'll start bringing all the things back like you know i've got a son who's 24 years old who i've been away his whole life i haven't even laid my eyes on him uh since he was five months old and at that time i was in jail looking at him through a jail glass i was fortunate enough to see him born um when he was three weeks old um i went to jail for some charges and things i went to prison for but um and we still today are not even on a talking terms excuse me um we message on messenger son i'm actually a grandfather he's got a grandson and so i'm still taking it day by day and i have that hope that i'm going he's eventually going to let me say he's going to say to me hey man come on you know this i mean reality is let's meet you know because i don't know him but at the same time if he doesn't he has all the right in the world because i went to prison and i got out and i went back again and again and so in his eyes you know the first time maybe but you kept going back and so what that does is that tells people we don't care about them but we know as addicts that we do care uh it's just it's just that the drug and the different things that um lead us to do the things that we do i'm not gonna say it causes it because we're human we still choose to do the things that we do so become become okay with your past however that may be if you need to get with a pastor or just a friend or whatever and just hey man quit looking at it and quit feeling um beat down about it i did that um as i was getting sober i went through a phase of um i don't really want to say depression and this that, and the other but i went through a phase and i was just ashamed i guess i should say and it led to some uh, mental things and i had to get on some medication for a while and uh but what i finally had to do is say hey the past is a past i've done these things i could never do anything to change those but what i can do is change me and so that will keep others from looking at that would it ever go away completely uh i wish i could say yes um but i i can't give you the answer on that every everything is different for each each person you know you think about it you, if you if you think about stomping on someone's toes you know time and time again they get tired of getting that toe stomped on and so you know for a while they're going to be a little bit reserved and, and pulled back but that's okay uh, they're allowed to you got to remember the things that we do as addicts and we do a lot of shit that is just bad and um but we can overcome all that man and that's what this podcast and all is going to be about each one i make is going to be about the positivity that you know you can you can overcome and you will you just got to do it you got to believe in god and trust the process i love y'all talk to you again